0: block Talk Radio Tell me what! When the enemy comes in like a flood The spirit of the Lord Will raise up a standard Against him
1: Bars. You start camping bars and alcohol of America, that's their favorite pastime, drugs, alcohol, sex. You start shutting down all playgrounds, you're serious. This is serious, folks. What's serious? We're talking about the coronavirus and the quarantining of humanity all across the world. What does it mean? What is it about? Is it at the most high? Is it a wicked man, or is it just some kind of natural disaster, this this whole um, virus? What's going on, folks? What on earth is going on? We would like to hear from you tonight. We would like for you to press 1 on the phone lines. If you're on the phone lines, you have a question or comment, please, tonight, press 1 if you've ever pressed 1. If you're in the chat room, go ahead and leave your comments, and we will... Get to them as soon as we can. Just know that it may be a busy night tonight, as it's been the last, I don't know, month or whatever. So, um, folks, again, here we are talking about this coronavirus. So, let me go ahead and read the show description. Many of you call the phone number every single week and you really don't know what the show is about. You just call the phone number and see what Brother Seth is talking about and his guests, Um, uh, panelists, and guests. Um, I sent this out to some of you, many of you, and it says this: Coronavirus. Where do you think all the quarantine is headed? Do you think the seclusion is great for family and friendship development? Do you think this virus could be a natural accident that would we, that we will weather through? One more time, do you think that this virus could be a natural accident that we would weather through? Or the work of a global network, a global network that would include wicked men with various agendas for control? Or could this be judgment from the Most High? All theories can agree that the coronavirus, all those with theories, with the various theories can agree that this coronavirus is no match for the Most High, nor his people one more time all of those with the various theories can agree that the coronavirus COVID-19 is no match for Yah of Israel I'll add that we at the Five Footstones invite you tonight to hear from our panel and national callers we will sort through the facts and last I went on to say, folks, no father would allow such a disease without warning nor direction to protect those who can hear from him. i got to say that one more time. Powerful, folks. Listen to this. I said, no father would allow such a disease without warning nor direction to protect those who can hear. Our job is to get in a position to hear from our loving creator. And he is truly a loving creator. And he has commanded his people to stand out, just like the songs say, stand out and stand up. And that's part of what we're trying to do tonight by declaring what we feel is truly going on and what the Father has to say about the matter, because at the end of the day, you don't have anything to do with our wisdom, our knowledge. It ain't ours to give. It ain't ours to be proud, proudful about. It's his knowledge. It's his work. It's his doing. And those that have privy, understanding of it, are blessed, because there's a peace. There's a peace. There's a peace that shall come with that knowledge. So all we're trying to do is impart knowledge enough to where our listeners would have the peace that hopefully we have. And that's really what this show is all about. That's what this network is all about. I'm on here uh create this network to try to be a blessing to people, not myself, not my peers, not trying to impress no peers, I'm trying to impress the most high by servicing his people. And I'm hoping uh, uh, that's what happens tonight. And I believe that's what will happen tonight with all of the panelists and the callers. We're simply trying to share with the family what we know for sure the Father is doing. If we don't know for sure, we just say that we don't know for sure. But those of us that know for sure, say you know for sure, you know. And uh, just to be a blessing, nothing else, nothing else. We don't have time for nothing else, just to be a blessing to you and yours and to so where you can prepare yourself from what the enemy has concocted for the human family. So, anyway, I want to remind everybody, I didn't do this last few weeks, I had to remind everybody to follow the show. Follow the show, folks. Is that right? Follow the show. Follow the show. Follow the show. People listen. Many of you have been listening to 2011 and you say, Brother Seth, we really appreciate what you're doing, blah 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 blah. You talked about all of these various topics, and probably should do a show where we do nothing but talk about the topics we have covered because it's been it's been hundreds. Uh, folks, listen, 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 listen. If you really appreciate us, just simply follow the show. That link that I sent to many of you. All you have to do is simply click on the link that says follow, and it's gonna allow you to sign in under Facebook or Twitter. Once you sign in, it's going to remember Facebook and Twitter and it's going to send messages to you whenever we have a show. What that does for us, though, is it makes our numbers bigger and bigger. And I think blog talk, to me personally, I really think they treat you a little better when you have a larger following. And so we have a nice size following, but I would like to see more people following the shows where you can get reminders that you might decide, hey, I want to listen to that particular show. So that's what it's all about. Please follow the show. Also, in the previous shows on the Five Smooth Stone Network, you can definitely, definitely get by simply googling Five Smooth Stones. Blog, talk, radio, and whatever topic you want. I mean, whatever topic you want, folks. Uh, some of y'all just do not know, for whatever reason, or you don't remember, or I don't know what's going on. That folks don't know that these shows are pre-recorded. Every show I've done since 2011, you can go back and listen to it. it don't matter if I had my wife on, or, or uh, 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 Victor to Victorious or Brother Joseph, or uh, 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 Persephor Pochet or, 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 or any of the older people that used to be on, or even some of the newer callers, uh, Ella Shaw, or Sierra Yana, or just whoever, but then all of these shows are recorded. You can go back and just pick the topic, and folks, we've covered so many topics over the years, and then we've had things that we call um, um, open, open Night, or Open Mic, and then that's when we really get into it. we talked about things like, really, really quickly, really quickly before we bring on the moderator, but we've talked things about, like, the uh, One World Government, New World Order, Secret Society. Uh, we talked about things like demons, devils, uh, spiritual warfare. Uh, we talked about things like, of course, who are the true Jews of the Bible? We go in detail. We hit it from all angles. We hit it. I remember one show we did, we talked about proving we were Israelites without even using the Bible, which is kind of ironically... How can you do that when the Bob want the one to introduce his wife? But the purpose of that show was to just basically show you that there was no white skin as a nation back then. that's the purpose of that whole foundational teaching, not to dog out of disrespect respect white people, but we were just showing that the, the presence of whites as a nation was not yet there. Our people hadn't left from Africa, having lost pigmentation and uh, been abused by Africans because of white skin. Being an albino migrated up north and became, began to be a mighty people before they was uh, taught by the anyway we don't want to get too deep into that but we just hit all kinds of things. Uh we talked about things like um uh, the Federation of Israelites kinda to bring together Israelites from all over the world really we at uh, that show we actually had on Israelites from all over the world. I'm talking to someone from I think Greece and I think we hit South America, and I think some others. We didn't, it's shady in Alaska because it was really hard to get a hold of our brothers and sisters in other countries, but uh, Israelites, that is. Uh, uh, but we talked about all kinds of things. we talked about Africa, went all throughout the continent of Africa, dealing with different militia groups that were uh, uh, preaching, but uh, uh, trying to also, they also were killing Africans and anybody else that would try to uh, hinder their their independence uh we talked about one a female uh militia uh, uh, uh we talked about um uh, I'm just looking through all these folks really quickly like a record amount of time in here I can't think of joni uh, uh I can't think. just saw it just saw it uh anyway but folks, listen listen the shows are just just i mean you, you think of it. Confusion centers, uh, how the government is targeting uh, black America, uh, Muslims, uh, uh, groups they think is preaching hate, which a lot of us are not preaching hate. Uh, we even talked about things like um, how if we never sinned, uh, there wouldn't be any white skin because the white skin is a recessive trait. A recessive trait came from sin, just like growing too tall. And I am no more against white skin than I am people that are too tall from, 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 from sin. Or from sin, people going too short. Or from sin, women not being able to produce children. Or, 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 or from sin, balding of the head. All these things that come out of sin, I'm no more against them. And you know I'm not against them than I am white skin. So that's how we, how I, uh, we, we have laid that out about uh, white skin being recessive. That's a show y'all can tune we talked about racial matters. We had a show called Racial Matters, and it was every Monday. And, I mean, we hear everything race-related, uh, from having foster kids, uh, whites having foster kids, to racism, Expo 30, where I talk about 30 years of life that is affected by racism. Folks, listen, again, Google, Google, 5 song, Log Talk Radio, and just uh, when you get the site, our site, simply go through the titles, and it's, I think it's 19 pages, so, anyway, be blessed by that. Folks, again, tonight we did with the coronavirus, and I'm so thankful for our panel. Uh, we're going to be having coming shortly, uh, the moderator, Brother John Clark. Uh, Brother Ella Shua is in the house, and Israel announces the Eliana Babiah from Beth Shalom Meshia uh, is going to be joining us, uh, Pastor Alcy Chris. Of the Temple is going to be joining us as well as Brother Dan Wallace, who is the owner of the Gospel Tracks, while all these palaces in the house, and excuse me, all these palaces are going to be coming as you are away tonight, don't know if they're in the house yet, I see some of them in the house, um, but folks, listen, the goal of the show, the purpose of the show is very simple, like I said, just to put uh, information out there, that would be a blessing, that would be a blessing, uh, because if not, what are we doing with our lives? What are we doing with our lives? What are we doing with our lives? I don't want to waste time. I don't know about you, but I'm at an age where people are dying my age, and, and this is when people die. You know, when they start getting to the almost 60s, and you never know where death is at. And so just know this whenever we have shows, there is there may be times where we may disagree, and we and welcome that. If, you, if that's too much for you, uh, I don't know what to say. You probably should. Right now, leave the blog show. To be very honest, because we're going to disagree. But the key is not the disagree, the disagreement. The key is how we disagree. If we disagree, even if even if it's vehemently strong disagreement, that's okay. We need that. You need that in your life with your wife and your friends and your coworkers. There are times. How can you grow? How can you grow? If the Bible said there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end the thereof is destruction. If you believe believing some, that's a lie. That means that a lie is going to cause pain for somebody down the road. The father is in the business of in the process of being salvaged. We are saved from sin, but the whole. Also, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, there is some renewing that needs to go on to where we become more like the image of Christ. We would never become like the image of Christ until we have these disagreements. And sometimes there will be strong disagreements. All I ask from the callers and the panelists and everybody from now and as long as I'm doing blogs, if I can, if I can, if I can ask this, and I can, is that when we disagree, callers, listeners, everybody, that there be a spirit in our heart to where we that the same spirit. And I think we have done that really, really good on the show. So I think towards the last show, that's kind of what happened, and that probably will happen again. It may happen tonight. I don't know, but just don't be rattled by disagreement because we deal with a very controversial topic. It's very hard for us to come to grips. People are quarantined here and there, quarantined there, and some people agree with us, some you don't. Let's just talk about it tonight. We know the Most High, right? The Father says there's nothing in the earth unless He reveal it to his prophets, as I said a couple of weeks ago. So he's going to reveal it to his prophets. He's going to reveal it to his saints. So if you come on the line tonight, if you feel like you have something to give, in the panel, a lot of us are not saying that, don't feel uncomfortable. Share it. Share it, please, because you just may be the one. To turn this whole ship around. Maybe it's something we cannot see. And remember, whatever the enemy is doing, and he is very, 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 very busy, the enemy is. But the Most High is busy as well. As a matter of fact, he is not just busy. He is successfully building his kingdom. And nothing will stand before his kingdom. He will crush all kingdoms, yes He will, and I'm so glad to be on the right side, I'm so glad to be a part of His kingdom, I'm so glad to be born again into the kingdom of the Most High Yah, I don't know what to do, so tonight, share what's on your heart, don't be intimidated by anyone, you may be wrong, maybe you might share something that's way out there, but if that's where you at, that's where you at. We 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 can we can't help you if we don't know where you're at. So if you agree with the quarantine and you think it's of God, say it. Say it. Because all of us have truth. The Father's given us something. What He has given you, I cannot touch it. What He has given me, you cannot touch it. That's just the way the Father does things, and I appreciate Him and I thank Him for that. All right, folks. A little bit of class because she's probably one of my most favorite
2: groups.
0: <laughs> little bit, I think this one is called, I've got the group
1: yeah, we got house, I'm a house, full on, is
0: full. All right, we
3: got the final label that's new. I keep up the dance.
0: Okay,
1: yeah, we are overcomers. Okay, I want to go to the moderator, brother John Clark. Really appreciate your brother. Just know that your line is open. Say hello to the people, brother John. Welcome.
4: What's going on, brother Seth? What's good, everybody? Another week. Let's get at it.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And let's get at it. Appreciate your brother. And uh, thank you for being on again tonight. Uh we'll go back to the phone lines and we wanna get Sister Eliana. Don't want your sister waiting. Uh Eric Code six seven eight five five nine sixty uh, hold on, hold on one second. One one second. Alright, Erico two oh nine, that was Brother she will coming up next. Uh Sister Eliana 209-683. Go ahead, your line is wide open. Welcome to the show, sister.
5: Welcome, welcome tonight for all the callers, and we're uh, looking forward to another uh, time of sharing and hopefully answering and getting questions for uh, this coronavirus.
1: Yes, 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 and thank you again, for being on again tonight. All right, brother, uh, now we go to uh, uh, Brother uh, Elishua, Ellie air code 678559. Brother Elishua, welcome to the show. Say hello to the people.
6: Uh, good evening everyone, good evening Brother Seth, Sister Eliana, Pastor Chris, Pastor Brother Dan, and Brother John uh, And of course everyone who's listening in by internet or uh, by the telephone Looking forward to an informative dialogue, so let's get it get it started
1: I appreciate that, you covered all bases, very good name, everybody All right, and Pastor Chris coming at you Also, uh, Pastor Alcy Chris of Aletia Temple, go ahead, you on the air Say hello to the people
3: Good evening, everybody. Um, hope everybody's feeling well and doing well. May the Most High bless all of us. And, Seth, I'm just going to remind you, we said that uh, that we were going to start saying a prayer before we start our uh, dialogue tonight. But I just want to wish everybody good health, good wealth, and the peace of the Most High. Thanks. All right.
1: Well, let's just do this, uh, Seth. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to let y'all... Just somebody volunteer for prayer. I will do it like that. So instead of me assigning somebody, who want to volunteer to pray? I'll
6: pray. Well, Heavenly Father, we come before you. We come before you. <clears throat> and the power and the authority of your son, Shad, Yeshua HaMashiach. And we ask that you be with us. And right out from the beginning, we take authority over every spirit that is contrary to your will, your purpose, and your plan for this show and for this evening.
2: We rebuke the spirit of
6: contention. We bind every evil thing that will become contrary to your will. I pray for each and every panelist on the show and for the people that are listening in. Give us ears that are attentive and that let us understand what your will is. We pray that our tongues be that of a ready writer, that we may speak forth not that which is our opinion, but that which is according to your will and your purpose. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are in control and that you are sovereign over all. And we take authority over these airways and we bind anything that would try to intervene, obstruct, or abort the plan and the purpose of God. We give you glory, honor, and praise. In the name of Yahweh Shad HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. God.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Uh, brother, moderator is in your house. It's in your hand
4: alright you All right, y'all. Let's get this in. I'm just gonna come right out the box about quarantine.
3: Um, hey, at John. At the end of the day. Yes. Hey, brother John. Yes. John.
4: Yes. Can you hear me?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Say, hey, is brother Dan on the line?
4: No, actually, um, I sent Seth a message letting him know that Brother Dan, I spoke to him probably about 20 minutes before the show, and he was explaining that he's still in that facility, and as such, he did not want to come on the line because he still had workers kind of coming in and coming out at will and didn't want to interrupt the show.
3: Oh, okay. I I just thought he was on the line. I'm sorry to disturb you. Thank you for that update. Thank you for the
4: update. It's all good. Folks. just let's just start from the end and work our way back. At the end of the day, if someone is sick and they have the ability to pass that sickness on to someone else, obviously it's good to quarantine that person, obviously, because they put other people at risk. Um, And there's a lot of things out there that – are good policies and good approaches, best practices, if you will, when it pertains to um, society, when it pertains to government, when it pertains to relationships, the whole nine. There's a lot of good policies out there. The, at the end, end of the day, we are dealing with an entity that utilizes everything as a weapon. Everything as a weapon, and quarantining is no different in my opinion. L, I believe, spoke, oh, goodness, two weeks ago. Uh, (laughs) He actually called out this quarantine. Forgive me. Excuse me. There may have been other persons that that stated it, I just remember L saying that this was a pretext, you know, for martial law. And you all may say, martial law? This isn't martial law. Well, exactly what is martial law? Um, folks, this is medical, medical martial law. It it gives the I think it's brilliant personally. I mean, if I was evil and wanted to do evil stuff so that I could bring about an evil end, I would do this. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's the pretext of an issue that the whole world is facing, quote unquote, that requires them. To not interact amongst one, one another in hopes to curb the ability to transfer this virus stay home you can't you can only go out between this time and this time you can only go to these places you can only get this much gas or whatever the case may be um, it's brilliant <laughs> it's, br- it's brilliant um, and you know I, I have no problem with saying that because it's like I knew martial law was coming now, for years we've known this I just didn't know it was gonna come like this now keep in mind we've also stated that this is not the true true martial law this is a test this is only a test um, last week and the week before we've hit on this coronavirus and we've watched as it went from um, an epidemic to a pandemic and uh, literally discussed it from one end uh, to the other. I'd like for everyone to kind of weigh in, not just on the quarantining um, aspect, but just all aspects of what we've discussed over the last couple of weeks, where you are, what have you picked up, knowledge-wise, what can you share? Let's go ahead and start with you, Pastor Chris. Where where do things stand as far as your understanding of what's going on and what do you anticipate?
3: Um, well, what, what has come to me uh, is the fact that um, during this pan, uh, pandemic that we have given up our rights, we have yielded to the government certain things. Like, for instance, you know, like here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, you know, they have, like in other parts of the country, they have, <clears throat> excuse me, demanded that restaurants close. And I think that's unconstitutional if you really think about it. You know, if I have a legitimate business and I'm not doing anything illegal, how can the government come in and say, hey, you got to close shop? Even though I understand the reasoning for it, but we have yielded that right. And then like the people in San Francisco, even in Italy, you know, the government is telling you, you cannot leave your house. And, you know, in this country, I thought we had the right to go and go to and fro without any government interference, but we have unconsciously, willingly given up our rights as some, as some of our rights as citizens, and that's and and the fact that um, on another topic that you know um, declaring a state of emergency gives the president and the governor of your state um, unbridled power. To decide what's going to happen, even if it infringes on our personal rights. Well said. Well said. <clears throat> um,
4: before we move on to the next panelist, I do have a question for for everyone because I honestly don't even know. Um, what has taken place? Uh, is it is it martial law or is it? Uh, when I say, let's say in San Francisco, if I were out at a particular time and the police stopped me and said, hey, you're not supposed to be out, am I able to say I can be where I want to be um, unless we are under martial law? Um, Because again, as you were saying, Pastor Chris, um, if there is a state of emergency and martial law is declared, we're dealing with a different set of rules. However, as you well know, the police have been known to operate in the space of ignorance with people, getting them to basically incriminate themselves when they didn't understand a thing. So what is it in in San Francisco, if you all can just kind of enlighten me, is that martial law or is that We highly, highly recommend that you not be out during these times, which is, again, that's way different than martial law. What is it? Anyone?
3: Well, I think what they've done is outside of, like, emergencies, like you can go to the grocery store, you can go to the pharmacy, you you can make doctor's appointments, but outside of that, if it's not something that is a necessity, they don't want you to leave your house. Like, say, for instance, I'm going to the library, no, they, you know, that's not something that is necessary for you to survive. So that would be denied.
4: But am I breaking a law if I go to the library, even if it's just to stand in the grass? Because, see, that's yeah. the difference to me. Okay, yeah, so,
3: you, 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 you know, you can, you can actually get a ticket. Or you can that's be arrested oh, <laughs> for violating... Violating that 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 you know that directive about not leaving the house unless it's uh, for something that's very necessary. I want right. to chime so in on
0: that. I would. Su-
3: go I'm ahead. Go ahead go know,
1: I want to chime in when you're done. Go ahead.
4: Well, I was going to say, so I, I'm pretty certain that there are persons who have um, levels of movement. I would say because obviously, if you work at the grocery store, then You need to be at the grocery store. If you work at the hospital, you need to be there for people to be able to come and receive groceries or medical services or so on and so forth. Uh, Do we have any familiarity with the levels of movement that have been given and to to whom? Anyone?
1: Okay. if 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 I can comment on what I was going to say earlier,
4: I
0: think
1: when they had the riots in Cincinnati,
4: You Even mean when
0: you police. were riding in Cincinnati, Sam? <laughs> no, I I was. I'm just kidding. I I'm just kidding. Shit, I wasn't doing nothing stupid.
1: I was just verbally saying stuff to the to, to, the powers that be. But when they had the riots, <laughs> the only thing bad about the martial, the martial, little bit of martial law that they practiced, it wasn't practiced all over the place. It was only practiced with black people. But right, those black people were so upset till. I can't tell you how peaceful it felt when everybody was in. No helicopters. Because as long as he was out, the cops was out and the cops was doing things really didn't have no business. Mm-hmm. They said, Oh, they was trying to charge me. All oh, they was trying to do is they were shooting us with rubber bullets. So when the when the when the when the quarantine happened It was just peace. Everybody could think about what happened the night before the boy that got shot. They had twenty one unarmed black men shot. They called in the national guards. Martial law is not a bad thing. It's just a tool. Now the New York order can get that tool and use it for Satan. That's when you're gonna hear from the believers. That's when you should hear from the believers. But just martial the fact that you could take the what if whites start killing blacks in an unprecedented amount. Now I don't think it's ever happen, but this is what it could be if you got the right president. They could tell all those whites you're under martial law. Now we, we can't shoot y'all but if y'all don't go in, we're gonna start locking y'all up. And another thing, so in that case martial law could if it's if it's a tool, it could defend blacks. Do I personally think it would, no. That's not how America is designed, but it's just a tool. Jail is a tool. Jail, nothing wrong with jail. If you got a bunch of people who just won't act right, and put them there and let them think about what they did, just don't be in there doing all that stupid stuff that they got going on in jail. But there is people that go sit in jail, sit down for a minute, get their brains together. I'm not saying the prison system all that. I'm not talking about that. That I disagree with that. But I mean to take somebody out of the population. Let them think about what they did wrong. It's just a tool. We don't we don't believe all this. It sounds very cuckoo what I'm saying because we're on the bottom end of the stick, and oftentimes jail is is just us. But if it was used, if if please don't misquote me, if 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 it was used the right way, it's a wonderful tool. I do think there's a new world order Jenna, to, 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 to to that's working in this whole hand of this quarantine. I do think the new world order is behind all of this. But I do think we should comply to some degree because Pastor Chris, if you if, if they do if everybody says, well, I'm gonna go, I am going to go I like what Pastor Chris said he's right, we're not gonna close mm-hmm. our doors, we're not gonna do this. They they will start locking us up now. Guess what that is once you get into that jail system? Now you quarantine on another level.
6: Well, uh, if I could, okay, could I, I just to say, to say something in that regard? My uh, brother John, Woo, pass, pass the moderator. Now. Well, to yeah, say that Marshall Mars... You call me pass the moderator. <laughs> okay, pass the <pass>, <laughs> moderator. To say that Marshall laws is a good... <laughs> Go ahead, L. my bad. To say that Marshall Mars is a good thing is to say that the blood of all the men and the women of the military who have lost their lives... Overseas fighting battles is that their blood was shed in vain, because they fought against the very notion of martial law and fascist government. And in any form, martial law is is basically that. You don't even have incidents of martial law until the. Opposes the people, and the people rise up in opposition to the government, and that's when, in most normal cases, throughout every government out of the world, that they invoke martial law. They did that in China. Remember, Tenement Square. What was happening? The people were opposing an oppressive government, and the government of China, who was already communist, socialist form, they imposed a martial law, fascist imposed imposition. So in regards to what is actually martial law, until they impose a curfew, you don't have official martial law. But the moment they impose a curfew, which means that now you can be incarcerated if you violate that curfew, you are now under martial law. And that's just why, as well as in Cincinnati, as well as in St. Louis, Missouri, that when they do that, they call in the National Guard. Why? What is the National Guard's purpose to do? It is to invoke martial law
0: little
6: okay
4: can I, let's, let's yeah l let's first do this if I can Seth. I know that you wanted to respond to what l was gonna say i, I was gonna respond as devil's devil's advocate, and then um I, mean, I can wait, we'll let sister Eliana um um speak if you can just go ahead and respond to what l was saying, then we'll get sister Eliana in.
1: really quickly again. Brother Ed just said that it said that those soldiers, that's what they went to go fight for. Those
6: soldiers are fighting for peace. The they're fighting for freedom. Fighting hold on, peace. hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. But they're
6: not fighting for peace. they fight for mean, freedom.
1: Freedom, peace,
6: both. So
1: those no, same soldiers, when the president come here and there's a riot in Cincinnati, They use the martial law tool to establish peace between the police and the citizens. Again, it's a tool. Has it been abused? Heck yeah, you're talking to Seth. Of course, in most cases, yes. Please let's not misunderstand each other. It's a tool. If the citizens if I may. Get, out of, out of, get out of control, last thing I'll say in 10 seconds, if citizens ever get out of control, there is even a law that the citizens can rise up and do citizens' arrest. We are, we have weapons so we can put down certain governments and all of that with, I mean, with, if the government get out of hand. So I'm not saying, yay, martial law, let's have... I'm saying there are times when you may have to use it, but the way it's been used, mm-hmm. I vehemently disagree.
4: Please do not misquote me. Go ahead, Brother John. If I may, Sister Eleana, before I bring you on, I would like to make—I uh, want to ask Brother L a question because I honestly believe that it would um, diffuse the two positions of both L, excuse me, and Seth. And here's the question, L. Now we all know martial law. It's most of the times that we see it, it's when people are rising up against the
2: government.
4: Government. Would you say, L, that let's say that you have two factions of people, just say whites and blacks, and the police, they're simply trying to keep the peace between those two factions. And as a result of that, they tell both factions that you are to go home in this neighborhood and you are not to be out between these hours. So it's not anything against the government. It's between those two factions. Would you say that martial law was – Utilized correctly at that point.
6: That's not martial law.
4: Well, you said that if a time is given, you said if a time, you said if a time was given, which is a curfew, that's when you have martial law. Right. Right. Now
6: you have now you have martial law. Now if you're saying that they had in order to obey the curfew they must go in, now you have martial law. But again. And and Pastor Chris, if you would please, sir, would you please do us all a favor? Because on the last show, you actually gave us a, an official definition of what martial law is, and I think that the, such terms are necessary that we can clarify that we're not basing on what I would call, you know, pseudo definitions or something. What actually is martial law, according to textbook? And the reason that's if I may, important, be, yes, sir.
4: Before I, we bring before we bring on Pastor Chris, I actually kind of. Jumped in in front of Sister Eliana to try and see if you would if you saw the the difference. And I agree that it would be good to have Pastor Chris give us that definition. Let me go ahead and get back to Sister Eliana out of respect. How are you doing, Sister Eliana? I'm doing well. Very good. You were saying okay. What?
5: Yeah. What I wanted to share is that um, I pulled up the the national list of quarantine and um, of rules and regulations. So for California, which is the state that I live in, there are um, from the California Health and Safety Code, there is code 120175 through 120250, and 120195 to 120235. So as far as authority, it says health officers should take all necessary steps to prevent the spread of a corona, a contagious disease within their jurisdiction. Officers are required to enforce quarantine of State Department of Health and cannot enforce a quarantine against another jurisdiction without state approval. Then penalties, and this is the California Health and Safety Code 120275 to 120305, the penalties, anyone who violates or refuses a regulation or order of quarantine is guilty of a misdemeanor. A first offense is punishable by forced compliance with quarantine up to a year and two years probation with a repeat offense punishable by enforce I'm sorry, by confinement of not more than a year. And then California Health and Safety Code 120175 through 120250 Again, and this is from 1995, but they're reenacting it to now, police power and limitation. In the event of the outbreak of a communicable disease, a health official may, I'm sorry, sorry, <laughs> this thing just jumped off the page. That's okay. Take your time oh. pull it up and we'll wait okay. for you. All righty, great. So let me get that back again. I was getting the state, oh, there it is, state regulations. Let me get that. All right, for this, all right. Okay, so for the police power and limitations, in the event of the outbreak of a communicable disease, a health official may have access to all supplies necessary from health providers that can either assist in responding to the outbreak or are implicated in the outbreak. If disinfection, if disinfection of goods or property would be unsafe, officers may destroy items with proper compensation to owner. So this is for the state of California. The authority, um, it's in the hands of that we're up for. We are in the hands of the health and safety code um, regulations with the authority the penalties, and the police power and limitations. So they've already said we're in quarantine, so the penalties, if if someone is caught violating, they can um, be confined for up to one year. A second offense, um, they can be confined possibly and even go to jail for up to a year with with a one-year probation for the first offense. And then the police are saying, they're saying that the police have the power if the health uh, authorities deem it necessary to come and destroy your personal property if feel that it presents a risk to this, you know, spreading of this disease. And then we should be compensated for the loss of our items. So that's in California, but it is a state list, and everybody can pull it up and you can find your state and find out which laws they're operating under right now (laughs) with this quarantine, because it's all on, you know, line, but it's, the state's uh, regulations for quarantine
4: if i may sister eliana so th- that is that for your entire state is that what's going yes, on is. in the entire state okay that is the, so, that is
5: the rule for quarantine for the state of california
4: oh just in general so has but the quarantine has only been uh named i'll call it in certain areas thus far is that is that an accurate statement
5: that's correct and so when they say okay. by jurisdiction, they're talking about different counties. So for example, uh, my sister Kaviva had called. we had a family conference call the other yesterday morning, and she was letting us know that you know there are about seven counties in the Bay Area, including San Francisco, um, Alameda County, which my two, my son and my daughter live in Alameda County with their children. And so uh, there are about seven counties in the Bay Area that are under quarantine. Now, Kaviva lives in in, uh, Solano County, which butts up against Alameda County, but going north, Solano County is not under quarantine yet. But in Solano County, you have a state prison. You have Napa State Prison in um, Solano County, and there's also a hospital, a mental hospital there. So that's there. They have not quarantined Solano. And I'm in Merced County, Mm -hmm. which is... Mm-hmm. heading south in the Central Valley, we have mm-hmm. not yet heard of quarantine in our county.
4: Okay. Okay. Um, thank you so much. Uh, always informed, Sister Eliana, and nice <coughs> delivery as always. Thank you so much. Uh, I've got Pastor a question Chris, for
0: Sister uh, Eliana,
1: if I could ask a quick question.
0: Sure. Sure, sure.
1: Sister Eliana, there in California, have y'all had any times like, you know, with riots where if there's not some type of quarantine, folks gonna kill themselves like we did in Cincinnati. I mean, do y'all have you ever seen it work? Like quarantine ever work, or yeah, quarantine ever work. I mean, we we been using the word quarantine, uh, martial law, kind of, you know. But uh, I think it'll get clearer as we in, do the in show. Have you ever seen it work? Have you ever seen it work? Well,
5: I, I've never. I don't know, but I know in California they had the L.A. riots. There have been riots in L.A. There have been. Riots in San Francisco, you know, during for for different reasons, for um, totally different circumstances. But yeah, there were riots. Um, You know, I don't, I didn't live in those areas. I just caught it by the news. So I'm not sure, you know, if it worked uh, or what was the situation, you know. But I know that there were, uh, when the Rodney, what was it, Rodney King, they rioted in LA. They were looting, they were breaking windows, they were burning businesses. And then they had a smaller, Riot. Some years later, um, with the decision, I guess, on the verdict of the officers, there was a small uprising again. Uh, they were walking on the freeways. They were blocking traffic. It was really, really interesting. But I don't know the. I didn't know the legal outcome or what you know the, the the state did or the counties did in order to bring that under control at that time. But I guess yes, what, I
1: guess what I'm them. saying. I guess what I'm saying in a nutshell is. Really quickly, because we've got other people wanting to chime in. Really quickly. I guess what I'm saying is, uh, it's kind of been, seem like I'm hearing that it's just bad news the whole way around. But what happens to, is you, if you're president of someone and your city gets out of control? You can't call in workers because you don't have a worker. You can't. Who do you call if your city gets out of control? We always look at it like everything is in control, blah, 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 blah. But what happens if a city gets out of control? What if black start saying, hey, you know, uh, we ain't going to take it no more. White start saying, we're just tired of these niggas. We're going to smoke some niggas tonight. And, and, and you got a black mayor or something that has it at his arsenal to call in, the, you know, the whatever. Should he do it? I
0: think it's so. called
1: civil war.
0: Well, it's called civil war. That. But no, no. You, I'm, you I'm saying, should say the, the mayor on call in? What
1: should the mayor do to calm that down? If black, whites, because they more armed than we are. If they start shooting us right now, because some, some, some story got some twisted, you know this can happen. And we have a black mayor, and he's got the national arm. called the national arm. That's called like a martial law. Or he called if he what? says whites, you got to go in. That's quarantine. So I'm asking y'all, Sister Eliana, you first, please, please,
0: what would you do? What should
2: he do?
5: Well, we have to remember he has to do whatever it is to make the city safe. And then we have to understand also that government is given by the most high. And the government is supposed to be one that we know it's not true all the time that governments are not always righteous, but they should be or at least endeavor to be. But government, the whole idea of human government on the earth is something that the Most High established, and we do have to follow the rules and dictates of law. But we also know that evil men use that government power uh, broadly to bring about their plans. I think in this case with the coronavirus, what we're trying to – we're not trying to defend a person's position or – a statement here, what we're trying to do is bring enlightenment to people who are still frightened and they're listening because they want to hear something that they can run with in their family. So government has the authority to call martial law, quarantine, whatever, if it's going to be the safest act for the city. If civil war breaks out, they really should, you know, it's in the best interest of government to separate those factions, try to keep the innocent people from being killed and, and maimed and murdered, try to keep businesses safe from looters and all of those things. So, yes, governments have the power and the authority to do it. And if you are the mayor of a city and you have a civil war, a race war breaking out, you do need to call in, back up, in order to bring the city back under control.
1: Okay.
4: Uh, Pastor Chris. You were going to give yes. us a, yes, some in, in, insight yes. on uh, with the definition of quarantine, as uh, Brother sure. L had requested. Sure.
3: Well, yeah, I, I I I agree with Brother L. You know, what Seth, what you're talking about is riot control, and there's a difference between riot control and martial law. You know, if something happens in the city, yes, you call the you, you might call in the police and ask the governor to send the national guard, but Martial law means when a government has taken over control of a country or a state, they've taken over, and they suspend the rights of the citizens, and they use the National Guard or the Army or both to enforce the laws of the president. Whatever the president says, is like, I want everybody to be quarantined. Well, they will enforce the quarantine but it's when but couldn't the... that
4: hmm? if i may pastor chris it, uh-huh. it, like and that's kind of what i was getting with l to me if there is an uproar in the city uh-huh. right n- no matter the case be it right. virus be it blacks against whites you know right. whites against Hispanics, or whatever whatever the case may be isn't right. the very word martial law it the the second portion of the way you explain that isn't that really what martial law is is that the rights of the citizens are suspended and now the national guard if they're called in or the police are called in and they're enforcing the 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 new rules as it were until there's calm and and the reason why i ask that is because we see it all the time when a people rise up against government but we don't see it as much when people rise up against people but to me if martial law just simply means your rights are suspended um you have a a a curfew you can only do this that or the other and we have the police and the national guard to enforce that that's what i'm trying to grapple with because that was the that was the difference between what brother l stated and what brother seth stated brother seth is saying martial law can be a good thing brother l's like nah it's never a good thing and to me it's like well if it if you take the government if if no one is rising up against a a uh uh a government that has overstepped its powers, but you're dealing with let's just say a neighborhood you can have it in a neighborhood you know what i mean right I'm just saying right, what
3: what right. actually is it okay I, I think you know maybe maybe we kind of good, expand good on point, point. marsh martial, martial martial law is usually it's a national thing it's this not in a city or a state it's martial law usually means the whole country, and it's usually really? in our case it, yes it would be the president I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you know, because, you know, like when you think like Venezuela, as an example, Uh you know, yeah, they had martial law because of people uprising and and the guy said, hey, I'm taking over, I'm going to send the military Mm -hmm. in, this is what we're going to do. Okay, so. If I may,
2: quick introduction, Pastor Chris, I think what you're talking
1: about is a totalitarian. Totalitarian. Right, right, exactly. I think that's what you're saying. And Brother, Brother John asked you a question. You said it would be the whole country. No, there's a lot of time quarantines because their word is there, too, still on the table in martial law. You can have those in spots. It's in Italy right now. Right. but, but It's not but, the but whole tec- country. But Now, now, now no, hold on a second. Technically, hold, hold, hold on a Real quick. Real quick. I, jumped out. I jumped out. I jumped out. But, technically,
3: I jumped out. but technically, technically, the definition of martial law, it it deals with the president and the whole country. Having a riot in St. Louis or having a riot in Chicago does usually does not include the the president. It usually Yeah, yes, it does. The, Let me show you really quickly, really
1: quickly, because you, you're talking. I want to interrupt you now. Let we'll me jump out real quick. Obama, I think he did it. Different presidents have invoked, uh, again, when somebody comes and say, you normally have this right, today you don't go on. That's what we're talking about. Now if the whole country does it, then the whole country's doing it. But so if any if one citizen do it we're talking about it, or if millions to do it, we're talking about it. I'm just saying folks, all I'm saying, but said the same, is it's a tool. It can be abused or it can be your friend. It don't have to always be because you see it, it's the enemy, is all I'm saying. I'm out.
3: Well, you know, the only thing is is that you know, not governors have the right to call martial law in their state. And the governors okay. have power. The governors have power over the national guard however if the president calls a national emergency he can take control of all the state's national guard without even talking to the governor
2: got
0: to it.
3: enforce what he says so it's kind of like when you think about martial law you got to think about the whole country in addition you know i did some research on this last night it's only been once, I think once or twice in the United States that they have they, they, that they have actually uh, invoked martial law.
6: But, so, uh, you know, uh, so, Chris. Uh, are you saying nationally? Yes, yeah, national. Yes, okay. yes. uh Because this is going to—I don't really want to is, you know we're Because I think we might be delaying this point. Uh, but let me just say this here, my boy, because I want to ask this. You said there's only one or two times. Right. In the history of the United States, what right. they have invoked in, in martial law. And if you will, also, let me give you all a, what you would call an official definition of martial law. It is the imposition of a direct military control of normal civilian functions by a government, especially in response to a temporary emergency such as an invasion or major disaster or an occupied territory. Now, Pastor Chris, when you look up and you do research and you tell me one of those two times, that the United States invoked martial law, I'm going to preempt you and tell you one of those times. And this is why I say that we have to understand what martial law is. Martial law is a tenet of a fascist-type government. And one of the times that martial law was invoked in this nation, guess who it was against? I mean, guess guess what the objective was? It was to stop black people for protesting for their civil rights. It happened in the city in, in Alabama. That's when true. That ship, oh, yeah, right. right, right. Yeah,
3: that
7: is so they invoked,
6: true. And, they, and at that time, they invoked martial law because there was military that went up on that bridge imposing that situation and those water holes and all that. That was the situation of martial law, because, again, when we talk about martial law, we're not talking about what what uh, Sister Eliana gave, which was basically a definition of uh, or the uh, protocol for quarantine. This situation, what we're experiencing, the reason why quarantine is such, a, is such a hard situation is because guess what? I don't have to stop you from going to the library. You know why? The library is closed.
2: But even this. thats the
6: difference. It's that's, thats the difference. It's not imposed, and therefore it's not necessary for me to impose it were because all of them—they just...
4: I'm sorry.
7: Were you were you saying something?
4: Well, no, I was just I was just jumping in. Go go ahead, L. Go ahead. Elle. Go no, ahead, so I was gonna say, say
6: is that uh, libraries, schools. Things like that, many of them, here in this city in Fort Worth, and we're not under quarantine, but yet those things, we're under a, a, pre, a, a pre-quarantine pre because those things have now been imposed. So the issue is, is that I don't have to have an officer tell me the library is closed, and that is the genius of the quarantine. It it, it it doesn't make a martial law necessity to control the actions and the going outs of the people, and that is the objective. Now, again, I understand that in times like you have a, a disease and you want to control the disease, but this is why somebody say that I think that when we deal with martial law, we're actually putting the... the uh, because, is
4: me or is it, hold on one moment, uh, Brother L.
3: Um, uh, did
4: everyone experience L going in and out, or was that just me?
6: No, I that's the same thing I experienced. Yeah, now. yeah.
4: Okay, so so well, L, actually.
6: The, actually you, the, that's been, happening. That's been happening since the beginning of the show when Seth came in. As I was listening to Seth, because I kept adjusting my earphones and my headset to determine if it was my headset, but it was actually blog talk. Because, Seth, when you first started talking, when the show came on, it was like your voice was muffled, almost the whole introduction. Of yeah, course, but I couldn't Nobody interrupt. has been like this, yeah. but
1: nobody has been called and cool. You're okay now. You're it's okay.
4: okay. It's okay. No, Just I go experienced that, Just go, go back. I'm sorry?
5: I'm sorry, I was going to say that when I first called into blog talk, it was muffled. So you might have saw my hand go up, and then I went off the line. I actually hung up and called back in, and it was a little clearer.
4: Yeah, if I may, uh, Elle, if you could just go back about 45 seconds, if you can remember where you were at, um, because it was kind of sputtering, and and no one got to really hear what you said.
6: Okay, well, the main point at this point I think is, is what's important is that I gave you the definition of martial law, and we're discussing martial law. So,
4: Okay, one moment. Brother, Elle, so
6: brother, I apologize. Yes, sir.
4: Could you give that – My, I didn't get to hear that. Could you give that definition okay. again?
6: Sure, sure, no problem. Martial law is the imposition of direct military control of normal civilian functions by a government, especially in response to a temporary emergency such as an invasion or a major disaster or in an occupied territory. That is okay. what you would say the official general definition of martial law. Um okay. but what I was saying is that is that I think that we're kinda of putting the horse before the buggy and the buggy before the horse in the sense that this is the thing. Is that Seth said this he said what's important is we determine and define whether the imposition of martial law is a thing that has been done to bring about order or if it's a thing that's been done with a sinister motivation to control the movement of the people. And I think the only way we're going to determine that at this point in this conversation is we actually begin to address, is this what it is? And so, you know, at that point, you know, if Seth is okay with that, I think that may be a good time for you to play the first tape so people can understand why we may have this 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 difference of opinion on the imposition of martial law because of, because my difference of opinion with martial law is this it's the motivation and it's the purpose and the objective of the government that's imposing it that's my concern with martial law
4: okay so let me get to the clip let me let me kind of uh put your feet to the fire if i may l so sure. if if you have again two factions of people in one given neighborhood, let's just say, and Mm -hmm. something happened and now they are literally at war with one another on a daily basis. And Mm -hmm. the mayor of that city or the governor of that state imposes martial law to keep those people out of the street um, so that tensions can ease. Would you say that and, and I mean, the actual martial law, just like you explained it, the real one, would you mm-hmm. say that that would be, it, it has nothing in that given scenario, it has nothing to do with the government directly aside from they're the ones who enforce it. It has everything right. to do with the people in that neighborhood. Would you say that mm-hmm. in that instance, martial law would serve a good purpose?
6: I would say that it would serve a good purpose because it would bring a conclusion. It would bring, it would bring as I said, It would bring control to the situations out of control. However, I have to say this in qualifying, is that if you study mm-hmm. the occurrences of martial law and various governments around the world, and not just the United States, that you become in response to a people uprising based upon a decision that the government made. Just like in Los Angeles, when we talk about the riots, what happened? is that the people saw injustice, and the government, they validated that injustice when they basically did not serve those men with time. And so what happened is the people of the city of, Calif- of, of Los Angeles rose up in opposition to the, the, the protest against the government's decision. And, and, what ha- and doing so, that war, it did become violent. So as a result, they did call in the, the National Guard to bring things under order. But here's the sinister incident about that situation that they didn't publicize and unless you were up like me, listening to every word twenty four hours for like two weeks. Fifty five African Americans were killed in that result. And guess who most okay. fifty of those fifty wait a minute, last one. Guess who fifty of those fifty five African Americans were killed by?
4: Police or something, I would suspect.
6: Exactly.
4: Okay. So I can, my I point, inject,
1: uh, uh, moderate, I don't want to whenever you get a chance and, and
4: of I just wanna I just wanna sew this up. I just wanna sew this up. My point is, is that Phyllis and and L, you can let me know if you disagree because the whole reason why I kind of went along this trajectory was to tie in what you and and Seth were stating at the outset. Philosophically, martial law. Is a good thing just like quote-unquote government is a good thing however tyrannical people utilize it for tyrannical reasons to accomplish a tyrannical end if one mayor uses martial law to quell an uprising between two factions within a neighborhood that would be the one time that it was used correctly not the other two thousand seven hundred and forty nine times I'm with you 100. percent I get it, I get it. But as we well know, I, I I stated it at the outset. There are there are good approaches to a lot of things that people will use tyrannically. Like even even in relationships. Seriously, you have a way to approach a relationship, and the person who just has a ulterior motive will take something that is a good thing and utilize it. Incorrectly, why? Because their heart's in the wrong place, and that's the only reason why I was kind of going back. Because what what Seth was saying is just a very small percentage, but there is a small percentage. That's all that I'm really was trying to get at. um, Hold on, everybody.
1: Hold on, everybody. Hold on, everybody. Folks, we got a hand up, and I apologize. we has been up for about 20 minutes, and so just so we know that, and we got these clips we got to play.
4: Okay, let's get let's get that hand. But, uh, brother, John, brother, John, it, yes. brother John, brother John, brother
6: John, brother John. Yeah, if I would ten seconds. Oh, I'm sorry, seconds.
4: that's L. My bad. I thought it was Pastor Chris. Go ahead, L. Yeah,
6: ten seconds. Sure, sure. My my position in regard to Marshall, in regard to this issue with with coronavirus, and that's what it's all about. I like to keep things within context, and this is my position. If we are dealing with a disease, a communicable disease that is deadly. And it truly is that what it is, then there is a necessity for those measures to be taken. But the reason for this show is because we have not arrived at that conclusion. And that is my whole point. Until we arrive at that conclusion, to speak of martial law, whether it is a necessary imposition or not, is actually it, 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 it's, it's premature. Because we haven't determined that if this martial law that's being imposed is a result of a deadly disease that's communicable, and we need to stop it. So that's why we have to first determine, is this a deadly disease?
4: Okay, so the reason why I took martial law out of the formula is to look at martial – I I agree with what you're saying 100%. Within the scope of this quarantine and the coronavirus, I agree 100%. I purposely extracted that variable – so that we can analyze it by itself. That's the reason why I did that. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Let, let's grab that hand if we can, Brother Seth.
1: Go to the phone line, Erico eight one seven three five zero. Go ahead with your question or comment. We'd like to know your name and city you're calling from, please. Erico eight one seven
7: three five uh, zero. Uh, Sh- shalom, Shalom, Shalom. Shalom, shalom. Russell. Tell uh, uh, This is uh, Apostle Malachi calling from Fort Worth, Texas. The uh, the Lost Israelites. Uh, uh, greetings to everyone. Uh, That's good, Apostle. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that um, uh, that this uh, coronavirus uh, uh, situation, uh, the, the protocol of the uh, CDC, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is to uh, uh, when it comes to an unknown uh, virus uh virus uh dealing with the masses uh, the first uh protocol is to contain it uh especially when you don't know how to accurately treat it uh but the first protocol is to contain it and uh uh I also want to say that that with this coronavirus it's also an opportunity to get people attention, get Americans attention and Western civilization as well, who have become so modernized by our technology uh, or by their technology. uh, And uh, this is like, it's like a cultural shock now because it's really getting people's attention. And it's also showing people on the spiritual level that how, how without having a a right relationship with Yahweh or God, uh, how imperfect mankind still is, even with all your modern-day technology. So this is an opportunity for the Most High, whether it's man-made or not. Uh, Nevertheless, I believe that the Most High has sort of uh, co-signed it and using it as an opportunity uh, to get people's attention. Uh, let them know that you are imp- that you are imperfect, no matter how uh, modern your technology is. Without yeah. being in the right relationship with with your power and it's and it's especially good in the good sense point. to get our people's attention because we we on one hand complain about police brutality, and then we go right on back out there and party and drink and and and, and uh, uh, uh around in America like it's a playland. You understand? So this is really really. When the politicians spoke about it, our people didn't hear about it, they didn't want to hear it. but when the uh, colleges and when the mba and and when the uh, when the, uh, 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 the, the the things on a local level that they uh, uh partake of every day uh, uh, the restrictions on a local level now is getting our people's attention now and in that sense, it's good to wake the so-called black man up and the so-called black woman up and to make them realize that this is not a game. And one more thing. Uh, The fact that this is happening in the election year, the fact that this is happening in the election year, it could actually play in Trump's favor because when they are limiting crowds to like in some places 250, 125, or maybe even 50, now Democrats uh, candidates can go out and have a large gathering of uh, political rallies. So in that sense, it's kind of playing in favor to Trump. So it may be sort of uh, a plot or perhaps a conspiracy theory. But that's all I want to say. But y'all be careful out there. Y'all be careful out there. And let's let's stay up on the songs 901 and 1 and 901 and 6. And I love y'all. Shalom. Peace. Why don't you go You're ahead looking
1: and out, there, brother? Uh brother, uh, uh, p- hmm? Apostle, Apostle Malachi, you there? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Why don't sir. you quote Psalms 91? That'd be some good word right there, really quickly, because we got to go to these clips. You got yeah, it? Yeah. No, nah, don't
6: worry about it. You got it?
7: That? He that in the secret okay, place of the shadow. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He that dwell it in the secret place. He that dwell it in the secret place on the most high shall under the shadow of the Almighty. Psalms got it in
1: Amen. Amen. Back to you, Moderator.
4: All right. Um Thank you. Uh, right. Apostle, good good uh good looking out on that information. Um Let's go ahead and hit some of these clips. Uh, these are eye-opening clips, folks. This kind of gives a little bit of um, uh, background, if you will, on what we're dealing with with this coronavirus. Uh, Brother Seth, if I could have you cue up those clips. Okay, here we go.
1: It's called The Best Coronavirus News You've Heard All Month. Uh, we'll start. We'll play the clip at the end first, and then will go through I think it's six clips here. Here we go.
3: Uh, diphtheria, uh, well,
1: uh, uh, in childhood, I, I think it was probably only diphtheria.
8: That doozy of a deposition you just saw was of the grandfather of vaccines himself, admitting a plethora of dormant VIRUSs from a variety of animals and DNA, as well as cultured tissue yeah. from bit human beings placed all cozy-like.
1: Okay,
4: hold on. LSU, are you saying something? I, that was me. and No. And I, 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 the reason why I stopped is because I, I, we need to let people understand that this particular person is speaking somewhat in code. And so when you heard her say V-I-R-U-S, she's saying viruses, but she didn't want to say the actual word. Because then she may have been blocked off the of YouTube or whatever the case may be, and so you're gonna you're gonna have to kind of decipher that portion. S's viruses, and so just kind of listen to and what she's she saying. For China, I've I seen think the video. Yeah, for China
1: she says C N, and uh, what else, Brother John? She says. Are, are well, you here's
4: are you what I'll do. It, what I'll do is, and, and we've seen this. What, what I'll do, and you all should do as well. If she gives one of those code words, we'll just say the word. Just just say the word, just like we're speaking. I just say it real quick so that everyone knows what she's talking about, because otherwise it's just going to sound
2: cryptic.
1: Okay. And it just be, uh be uh, – okay. All right. I know CV is coronavirus. She spelled out the word virus. China is CN, I think. I think this is well, Rock, – David Rockefeller, uh, I think she says D we uh, We'll call it out. I just don't want everybody saying say it at the same time. That will be kind of weird. All right, I'll try well, to call they, that. You, if, if You, I you do it, it. Brother John, you call it, okay? Oh, you call it, okay? Okay. So we won't, okay? So we won't be talking to each other. Here we go, folks. Okay. Uh,
3: diphtheria, uh, well,
1: uh, uh, in childhood, I, I think it was probably only diphtheria.
8: That doozy of a deposition you just saw was of the grandfather of vaccines himself. Admitting a plethora of dormant VIRUSs from a variety of animals and DNA, as well as cultured tissue from aborted human beings placed all cozy like right inside of the SHOTS that many of us have already received. Could this be from where these pieces of DNA capable of mutating are derived? I don't know. What do you think? just know that there are certain things that this pro one world plan will not tolerate let me just give you an example of what i mean all right all right can you see this all right these are four contra v-e-r-s-i-a-l topics on this board right so now you can get demonetized for talking about these um But they're still going to leave you around, okay? Although it's getting worse all the time. But one of these is guaranteed to get your books taken off of Amazon. It can cause your own web host to shut you down. It can cause your email campaign company to turn you off. And can you guess which one it is? This one right here. Now keep in mind that number one and number four... Even have an entire network that it has at least a good amount of uh, content promoting these topics. But number three, oh, no. Now, if you want to figure out the true plan, the true what they call the state, which is just another created word, that is meant to destroy us, then you need to figure out what topics no one can talk about. The right or the left are not exposing, although one of the right or the left does have a lot more truth than the other one, that division is meant to divide us amongst ourselves. And given that your boy Trump is promoting F-I-V-E-G and he's telling people to get their...
0: They have to get the shots. The vaccinations are so important. This is really going around now. They have to get their shots.
8: S-H-O-T-S, I hope you will at least consider what I am saying. Now, speaking of getting your... SHOTS and the inability to speak I have to show you just this one last thing now while many people on YouTube already talked about Bill Gates and his big prediction of a CV only a few months before all this happened it began in healthy looking pigs months perhaps years ago a new coronavirus spread silently within herds. gradually farmers started getting sick Infected people got a respiratory illness with symptoms ranging from mild flu-like signs to severe pneumonia. The sickest required intensive care. Many died. But not nearly as many showed how at this same conference, the 201 event, being hosted by not only the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, but the Un and the Who, spent almost a quarter of the time
4: United talking States about the World not how Department.
8: to come together and help people suffering with disease, but instead talking about what new extreme measures to take when people spread any information that doesn't line up with their ultimate goal. As levels of trust fall and people stop cooperating with response efforts. This is a massive problem, one that threatens governments and trusted institutions. National governments are considering or have already implemented a range of interventions to combat misinformation. Penalties have been put in place for spreading harmful falsehoods, including arrests.
6: We're at a moment where the social media platforms
1: have to step forward and recognize the moment to assert that they're a
6: technology platform and not a broadcaster is is over.
7: Um, And on various social media channels and cable networks, there's been uh, some conspiracies that are around
8: about uh, the potential that pharmaceuticals companies or the UN have released this for their own benefit. So as we move forward, obviously trust in pharmaceuticals and government is very important at this moment. And I
6: think with the social media platforms, there's an opportunity to understand um, who it is that's susceptible in what form to misinformation. So I think there's an opportunity to collect data from, the, from, from that uh, communication um, mechanism. The second thing is with that um, ability, we can identify false information more quickly. We are actually uh, receiving reports about um, people trying treatments that are uh, purported to be effective but are actually harmful and The quicker we that 's recognized and can be be countered, the the fewer people
2: will fall susceptible to those things.
6: One thing we haven 't spoken about, and i 'm wondering whether it 's time to talk about this is uh, a step up from the part of the government on enforcement actions against fake news.
8: And they were clear what the ultimate truth that they would validate would be. I think a couple of things we have to consider are, even before this began, the anti-vaccine movement was very strong. Mm-hmm. And this is something specifically through social media that has spread. So as we do the research to uh, come up with the right vaccines to help prevent the um, continuation of this. How do we get the right information out there? How do we communicate the right information to ensure that the public has trust in these vaccines that we're creating? Other tactics that they mold over under the disinformation part of the summit included
1: Okay, folks, and we're back. Again, you've been listening to Fox News on network, and we just listened to a clip called "The Best Coronavirus News You've Heard All Month." Uh, forget the, the the young lady's name, but um, gonna play a lot, lot more clips, and I'm sure she will get that name to you. Um, but, uh, Buzz Murray, you back in your hands, please.
4: All right. Um, yeah, actually, if I may, Seth, um, if if what I like to do is if anyone has anything to say to comment on that particular clip, by all means do so. If not, we can begin the other clip. First of all, I hope everyone understood it. That was a bombshell of a clip right there. (laughs) I mean, if you really got to hear and understand uh, they are laying out a plan and actually uh, they're not overly concerned with curing the virus as much as it is curing the words of people who speak contrary to uh, what is their official language uh, or what their uh, official platform is. So um, that's very damning information, no doubt. Anyone who has something that they would like to add to that, great, let's get at that. If not, we're going to get to the next clip. Is there anyone who would like to comment on the clip we just heard?
1: Hold on a second. Well, John, uh, John go one ahead. thing. Yeah, Everybody's I'd like line Okay, sister so line was just now being open. So ask that question again. Now that everybody line is open,
4: everyone. I think everyone heard the question. Did everyone hear the question? I think Pastor Chris was yeah, about we... to jump in, and we can get to you, Sister Eliana. Uh, um, did everyone hear the question? Yes,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: we, we heard it.
4: Excellent, pa- Pastor Chris, please.
3: I, I I think that might have been Shua. Oh, yeah, Elliot,
4: that was.
2: My, yeah, I don't know I mean, why I'm
4: getting y'all's voices mixed up. Somebody <laughs> help me out. Go, go ahead, Al.
6: Well, I was saying is that the reason why I felt it was a necessity to play that clip is to see that what they're attempting to do is control the narrative. And you have to understand that this conference was taking place. It's actually taking place before there was actually, guess what, a coronavirus epidemic, which has now become a pandemic. Just like the hospital that was built in China for the virus was actually built months before it was supposed to become a great big epidemic. So uh, as John, you stated, I'm glad that you've made that point because I was going to actually ask you to decipher what you just heard, and you did a very good job of that. that. What they're attempting to do is to control the narrative, and anybody who speaks contrary to the narrative, they have invoked certain things in place that those people will be penalized and that voice will be silenced. And anytime a government is trying to silence the voice of the public in a free society that has the freedom of speech and freedom of press, that's oppressive, and they have a sinister motivation for doing it. Right. So yeah.
5: Okay. I was also going to say that yeah, I had listened to the clip last week, the whole thing, and so I email from someone in a, a pastor's network here in Luce County. And basically they said that the, the state leaders, the city leaders, wanted to meet with all the clergy in our county over, over a conference call of, of how they wanted the clergy to direct their congregation concerning this coronavirus and what we need to say to them. So I had listened to that clip, and then a few days later I got that email and I was wanting right. to be on the call, but I wasn't able to get on the call at the time, uh, and I did not, you know, I wasn't able to get in to get that information. But this is something they've already implemented. They're starting to control. And they'll say that in the second part of the clip, how they want to control churches. They want to get the churches involved in controlling yeah, actually, the actually.
6: I think, Seth, you might have cut it short. Because that's just what it was about to go to. Because the dude was going to talk about the UN, and then he he's going to talk about how faith-based church, these faith-based well, churches, would have these and yeah, how they, that they were going to get them to. No, it
1: played like the, like the full time you gave me. Maybe it's going to come in another clip you gave me, but I did those numbers pretty close to what you said.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so hold up. I, if
5: I may.
4: Say. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cecilia. Oh, so no,
5: thing no, thing please. I to go, say go ahead. Two things. One, I was just reading just before the show that in right here in light of the, uh, the quarantine, ICE are going into homes now. They said the first case of ICE going in with, with face masks and taking people out of their home that they want to deport across the border. So these people are here living in the United States. They're living in California. They're living in Fresno County. Um Which is a couple of counties beyond Merced, they are taking they are going house to house and then the other thing we have to remember this is also the census year, and they did what they call prequal um they went house to house and made phone calls weeks before the census is ever going to start and a couple even a couple of months before asking the people to pledge that they will give their information, but at the same time, they were collecting information on the entire household. And then when those census forms come in, they want them to do it either online or on paper, but they already have the information they need. So ICE is going in now to take the people that they consider to be illegal, and they are going house to house right in the midst of the quarantine. And it's also uh, the census year as well. And then um, I just found out that our, we have a new UC here, UC at Merced. They have one case in Merced, one student. And then at the local high school, which is actually just a couple of blocks from my house, uh, Merced High, they have one case, one, one student. So, they, you know, this quarantine is, is pretty serious. But at the same time, for at least for the United States, there's a several agendas uh, behind the quarantine as well
4: okay excellent excellent so brother seth i'm gonna do something i ain't never did before and the reason i'm gonna do this is because it so turns out that uh unknown unbeknownst to many persons me and brother seth instituted a way of communicating with one another through blog talk well What happens is that when other people are in the chat room, you know, they get to say this, that, or the other, um, and I'm one of those dudes that um, I take exception to some things. So with that being said, I would like to invite you, Purple Peel, even though you're traveling you were able to text dang near a chapter and you have a lot of lofty things to say, why don't you pull over, call the show, and say those lofty things here? I invite you, man or woman, however, just pull over. Because if you can, if you can text all of that and some of the stuff we appreciate, some of the stuff you are berating persons, and, and we have no problem with getting with that. So please call in, and then you can express yourself just like we're expressing us, and you don't have to be behind the closed wall of a chat room. All right. Now, with that being said, Seth, if we, if someone would like to comment on the phone. <laughs> In the open, so to speak, uh, on what's gone forth, by all means, if we can do that. If not, we're going to go to the next clip. Is that, does anyone have anything further they would like to add in reference to that clip what Sister Eliana just gave us? Please. If not, we'll go to the next clip. Excellent. Brother Seth. I just
1: want to bring up, she brought out good points. Brother Ella sure and her did. Okay, let's go to part two, of clip number two, folks. Here we go.
8: This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Well, hello, YouTube family. It is me, Ms. Dana Ashley. Today I'm coming from outside beautiful mountains of
0: Southern
8: California. Natural sunlight. Although I'm pretty much in the shade. You may see some scene changes or lighting or audio changes. I'll try to do my best. But i'm kind of tired of being cooped up in the house all the time so bear with me and today you guys i have so much incredible information to cover in an effort to keep this video out of the you know c-o-n-t-r-o virtual list so i'm going to be using a few abbreviations and you'll see here if you look at your screen the very first word at the top when i have to say that word i'm just going to say cv the second word this country that the social media doesn't like us to talk about too much, I'm going to say CH. The third group that is all over this thing, I'm going to say the who. Finally, you nations, I'm going to say un, all right? That guy at the bottom who finally left this world not too long ago, um, I'm going to call him David Rocker. How about that? These are words I'm going to have to be saying a lot in this presentation, and the more I say them... The more I'm going to go down in visibility, and I think this is something that everyone deserves to hear about. I really am sorry I have to do this. It's just where we're at. <laughs> I hope I don't annoy you. Today, I want to bring you some insights regarding the cause and the symptoms, okay? Note the word symptoms. Symptoms. Of CV that you have probably not yet heard and no this isn't about some patent or some P4 lab close to the seafood market but it's about something far more profound it is concerning the impacts such as the inability to breathe such as having a cough with no phlegm rather odd for pneumonia wouldn't you say and things like suddenly falling over with no other signs of sickness all of these things can be related to something completely different than a Mm v-i-r-u-s so let's explore this little reported fact about what has been happening in ch did you know that this country went live with fully functional f-i-v-e-g here you can see the announcement from a chinese website all the way back from 2018 5G. in April, Talking that W-U-H-A-N, we all know that city by now, don't we, will be a pilot city. Here it says, a large-scale FIVEG Long network time. engineering program will be piloted in Wuhan. It ends by
6: saying, by
7: 2020, the network will cover every corner of the city and be available at an affordable price. So if I go to the link and copy it, and then if I go to... Facebook to share it you can't share this link and your post couldn't be shared because this link goes against our community standards interesting <laughs>
8: country went live with yep look at your screen guys it went live by fall 2019 furthermore their hospitals have been supercharged with this most of all FIVEG or 60 gigahertz frequencies yes here you can see Huawei CH biggest telecom provider is attempting to show their philanthropy by donating FIVEG equipment To that, Everybody heard about the hospital that went up in six days, right? Did you hear that they donated the equipment to it before they even were functioning? Oh, isn't that nice of them? There were tons of articles all over the internet I was able to find talking about the hospitals being completely set up with this frequency-bearing technology. Now, what does it do? For those of you who don't already know, in 2015, over 200 scientists from 41 different countries already communicated their alarm to the united nations to the un and to the who by 2019 26,000 scientists had signed the petition calling for a moratorium an urgent and complete halt to the fiveg rollout due to its having been proven quote harmful for humans and the environment and in response they got a big fat nothing burger Mm -hmm. And while the WHO has named that EMF contamination in occupational and residential areas can be a stress factor, they have done nothing and have no plans to encourage the public toward the eradication of these fields at all. So, FIVEG, specifically the 60 gigahertz frequency that is being used in CH right now, and, by the way, which is slated to be released all across America, has very specific biological impacts that very few people realize. And some I've been able to piece together and will be presenting to you here in this video. How these impacts from this radiation can perfectly mimic the PA endemic that everyone is up in arms about. While you will see truly viral, non-stop news feeds pushing out the fear, the V-I-R-U-S, coverage and while it could be true like I posted in my last video of leaked footage that CH is under reporting these numbers what they are not telling you and they will not tell you are legitimate reports on the road of exactly what symptoms these people are experiencing because then you too can start to put it together but also you're not going to see any correlation of the timing of this outbreak to the release of the 60 gigahertz frequency So, we know that 60 gigahertz has been released all across China because, like America, they too have decided to make that specific millimeter wave unlicensed. Why does that matter? Just like the FCC allocated 2.4 gigahertz to be unlicensed, which is why all your Wi-Fi routers, your landline cordless phone, even your baby monitors are running on 2.4 gigahertz microwaves. Because the companies that make products that run on microwaves They don't want to pay a separate license fee to use it. And so what people don't know is that the FCC didn't just randomly pick 2.4 gigahertz. In fact, it was selected by this entity right here. Look at your screen to see it because I'm not going to say it. Right. These guys were responsible for its selection. Do you know what other products they make? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, this 2.4 is a frequency known to cause these problems I won't go into now, but my point is in the same vein. 60 gigahertz is also selected to be the next unlicensed frequency and so we the people will be bombarded with it that means to me we need to know what it does what does it do well not surprisingly that's also something you have to dig very deep for so just for just a second can we just all ponder for a moment that every single one of us by the time we're in junior high learned and were tested on the work of louis pasteur right But none of us learned about Nikola Tesla in school, did we? No. Who is Nikola Tesla, you ask? You may know about good old Elon Musk and his car. But do you know who the actual Tesla was? Oh, only the inventor of the AC current. Yeah, that stuff coming out of the socket in your wall that powers everything in your house. Mm Mm-hmm. He invented x-rays. He invented radio. Yes, he did, four years before Marconi. He invented the remote control Let's just have a moment of silence for that invention alone. He invented the laser. He invented the electric motor. The list goes on and on. He was even responsible for bringing us wireless communication, which I feel pretty sure he would not be wanting to be used against us as it is all now. But considering he died alone, penniless, in a hotel room right before his work was confiscated, none of this is terribly surprising. My point is, we are being educated on the forms of science, that they want us to consider valid, while keeping our education limited on those forms of science that may expose what they're trying to accomplish. We have Ph.D. level biological and chemical scientists coming out of our ears, but there is no such thing as a Ph.D. in magnetobiology. What's magnetobiology? Exactly. It's the study of how electromagnetic fields, like 2.4 and 60 gig, have impacts on the human body and all biology in general. Like bees, you know, key to our food chain. Wouldn't you think that the study of the very fields that have been exponentially increased upon all of us would be something that these groups would be funding? You would think, but they're not. Anyway, I digress. So, the impacts of 60 gigahertz are not widely published information, but here's what I can tell you. And it's in part, ironically, from the promotional material of the big telecom companies themselves. Here it says... 60 gigahertz has a very distinct impact on none other than oxygen itself. Yes. Here are the articles released by companies who are touting the benefits of 60 gigahertz. They openly admit that 60 gigahertz is absorbable by oxygen. You can see in this graph here its impact on oxygen. All the frequencies before 60 gig are non-impacted. Then once it hits that frequency, it's spikes and becomes hugely absorbed by oxygen now in this article by the companies selling products that are going to run on 60 gig they say that it's going to help its interference levels oh isn't that nice they don't want your first shooter video games to lag and most of us know from mainstream releases promoting f-i-v-e-g that things like water and trees are going to get in the way of this frequency hmm so how in the world does this even make sense that we are using it Unless their intentions are something else besides faster speeds. Anyway, knowing that this frequency impacts oxygen, now does it make sense to you how possibly when you mess with the absorption of oxygen in the human body, let me give you one guess which organ is going to suffer first. The way that the 60 gigahertz impacts oxygen is this. Oxygen, the atom, is O. Oxygen, the molecule, is O2. Two atoms together. Now, these two atoms creating the oxygen molecule are sharing some electrons. 60 gigahertz causes the electrons surrounding oxygen molecules to spin. Right. Somewhat akin to how high-powered microwaves running on 2.4 are impacting molecules in foods such as water. They're heating in part by impacting those molecules to rotate or oscillate with each wave, the movement energy from the rotation of these super tiny water molecules is actually helping to heat the rest of the food. So in a similar way that 2.4 causes H2O to oscillate, 60 gigahertz, even at lower powers, is causing the electrons on oxygen molecules to spin. And as you might imagine, changes to the spin frequencies on oxygen electrons can have impacts on human biology. When you breathe in, The reason that breathing air into your lungs gets oxygen into your blood and therefore important places like your brain is because the oxygen entering into your lungs gets picked up by a very important iron-containing protein called hemoglobin in your blood. But the unfortunate impact of oxygen molecules spinning the electrons is that It makes the hemoglobin unable to uptake the oxygen and get it to the rest of your body. Now, this info is taken from a textbook called Magnetobiology, Underlying Physical Problems. But even beyond this... A
0: lot
1: of science there with a lot of powerful, powerful information. My goodness. Again, welcome no to the Boston Star Network. I'm Brother Seth. We have the I'll just say we have the panel in the house tonight and we'd uh, love to know what they have to say about that one. Uh moderators in your hands.
4: Um Did she say a big fat nothing burger?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have
4: to I'm gonna have to work that into my lexicon. <laughs> The lady was brilliant, uh, but, man, <laughs> that, that that just killed me. Folks, I remember learning about Louis Pasteur, and when she said that, it made me actually question, like, you know, why did they choose the particular scientist that they chose or the psychiatrist like Pavlov's dog? Um, all along, we've been molded. All along, they've been shaping, and... Some persons have decided that they no longer want it to be molded. So we've decided to break loose of, of, that, of their grip. And so we end up on shows like this, exposing what we know and what we've seen. Um, before we uh, jump in and let the panelists uh, have a discussion as it pertains to that given clip, I want to remind you all that we have uh, 13 minutes remaining. Um, we do have a hand up. We're going to get that right now. No, we
1: don't. It, it, um, it, they took it down. They took it down, brother. I don't know what happened. They just oh, took it okay. down. Oh, okay.
4: That's fine. That's fine. So it, the, the the lady gave us a lot of strong, strong science in that particular clip, talking about how the, the 60 gigahertz impacts oxygen and how you have those electrons that now begin to spin that disallow the hemoglobin to pick up those that oxygen and carry it throughout our bloodstreams Uh, yeah folks um, while I'm no matter of fact pastor Chris probably uh, understands all of that I remember uh, bits and pieces of this uh, uh, coming up through whatever given uh, uh, level of schooling that I remember hearing this hearing about this, but it's like one of those things that when you hear it, it makes perfect, perfect sense, perfect sense. Um, what I'd like to do is just go straight to Pastor Chris. Uh, you were uh, a biology major, Pastor Chris. What did you think about that clip?
3: Well, yeah, and two and I, I got a, my other degree is in industrial hygiene, and I had a class of non-ionizing radiation. But so yeah, you know, so we don't know. know what that is, is, Dr. Chris. Well, non-ionizing <laughs> radiation is like radio waves, microwaves, you know, lasers, and all that kind of stuff. Got you. But got you. But but you know now, you know, I would say all of the stuff she said about hemoglobin and oxygen, you know, you know, I didn't know about the frequency, what effect it would have on oxygen, but everything else she said was pretty solid and true scientifically. No doubt. No doubt. Um,
4: let's go ahead. Uh, either Brother L or Sister L. Um, I'm sorry, Sister Eliana. It just seemed appropriate, like L, LL. I don't know if y'all caught that, but uh, <laughs> either, 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 either one of y'all could, could jump in. Um, give me some of, your, some of your thoughts and insights as it pertains to that given clip. Actually, um, if I may, Brother Seth, how many clips are remaining, if any?
1: Um, they're real short. Um, we have part three is 10 minutes. Part four is two minutes, two minutes, literally part five is four minutes. And the last part is four minutes. So they're very short clips.
4: Okay. I've never considered a 10 minute clip short in the world of YouTube (laughs) <laughs> or any online media. It's a, a minute and 45 seconds, that's short. But everyone looks at that differently. Um, Brother, Brother L, uh, Sister Eliana, would you all like to comment on that last clip? Give us your thoughts. Don't all jump at once.
6: Well, uh, I was going to give Sister Eliana first, but um, what, what is she saying essentially is this and which she would uh, give more information as you go further into the tape, is that one of the factors that has not been looked at, and actually that may be the intent of why they control the narrative, is the effects of 5G. And there's no coincidence that things took place, like when she talked about the Wuhan and the, and mm-hmm. how that, that's where this virus began, and that's also the host city that began for, for the uh, uh, release of 5G. Uh, right. She'll also go in, she'll go further into depth and she'll talk about the particular cruise line ship where the people were quarantined. Is that that is a part of a particular line of ships who just equipped their ship with 5G and they were the first cruise line in the world to have that type of technology on board their ships. And right. so when she talks about the radiation and that, and how it exists at 60 gigahertz. What she's suggesting is that all of the symptoms that people are reporting that they're having with uh, coronavirus is what would take place from someone who is now being affected by radiation. Uh, here's a conflicting right. From, here's here's something that's conflicting with the science and the and the medical science as we know. Uh, many of the people who have died and they've taken, as a result of the c- coronavirus, and they've taken autopsies, when they cut their lungs open, they they, they, they discover that their lungs are dry. And many right. of those who report symptoms, they're giving a dry cough. Well, that's opposite to someone who actually has something like like influenza, a flu, uh, which many times results in in pneumonia if it's not treated correctly and dealt with in time. Well, what happens in your lungs then is you have mucus in your
3: lungs.
6: Exactly. And and that's what causes the death because your lungs, they're not able to pump the oxygen, and this is what she's relating to. Well, this is something that If this is the scenario and if what she's stating and suggesting proves to be true, then we have to understand that the tape that we heard in the previous show where it says that 5G is a weapon, then that's exactly what's taking place with the coronavirus. But it is only a test at this point in time. But the seriousness is that you have to understand that 5G, which the word letter G is the fifth generation of internet technology you have to understand that this is something that's going to eventually, inevitably impact the world, and we already understand what's going on with, with what happened with Mi you know Mi six and the U S government and what took place in the uh, I don't know if it was the Desert Storm or the uh, uh, Iraq War following how the soldiers just laid down their weapons we were like what they had come under the result of a type of an, uh, uh, electromagnetic impulse that affected their brainwaves. And they did anything they could to get out from under there, and that's why they surrendered. So what we're seeing and what we're dealing with is something that is extremely serious and it should not be overlooked, especially when you get to the part when she tells you that there's been no health test related to 5G. They are releasing something in the atmosphere upon the world population, and they have not conducted one test to determine the effects of radiation human beings.
5: Wow. Yeah I'd also like to say that <clears throat> the EU uh, scientists warn of potential serious health effects of 5g and it says in an appeal to the European Union more than 180 scientists and doctors from 36 countries warned about the danger of 5g which will lead to a massive increase in involuntary exposure to electromagnetic radiation the scientists urged the EU to follow Resolution 1850 of the Council of Europe, asking for an independent task force to reassess the health issues. And they don't know how this is going to uh, affect people. Well, they do know it's harmful, but, you know, there's not, like like Brother o was saying, there's no worldwide study, a long-term study. Now, as far back as October 2019, many scientists were giving their Uh, feelings that this is something bad, we shouldn't release it. And then uh, about six days ago, something came out saying that there's no harmful um, uh, effect of 5G on, you know, illness, causing illness or cancer. But I think it's a lie. They've already got this stuff in place. They know what it's going to do. You know, we really have to be, forward-thinking and aware and not asleep at this time. There's some things that we can't control, like we can't control them putting up radiation boxes or receivers for 5G in our neighborhoods. We can't control that. They're going to do that. But we also have to, we don't have to buy the cell phones. I mean, we don't have to participate in the technology that they want to participate in. That's something voluntary. We don't have to do it, but we've gotten so used. To being on, you know, having a device that we walk around with, that, you know, we're going to run out and buy that technology. But in that's where we have the control. If we stop buying everything they're selling and putting out, they can't have the control over us that they have.
4: Well said, Sister Eliana. And actually, in reference to that, what I'd like Elle to do is to tell the anecdote of exactly what you were stating in reference to attempting to avoid. 5G. you were explaining a scenario where you were trying to avoid a particular phone. Could you give us that? Uh, And keeping in mind that we're at 9 minutes, 56 seconds, could you just give us a quick one-minute blurb on that? Uh, Brother Seth, while I have every intention on shutting down the show at 10 sharp, you may want to go further, uh, and that's fine. I just wanted to give you a heads up so you can kind of let them know if you're going to move forward uh, and, and go over time. Uh brother uh, Brother L.
1: Well, hold on, let me let me comment on that. Uh for L comes on. Uh those of you that listen to the show and you want to continue listening to the show, I don't know how much how long we'll go over, but obviously we've got some very there's after this ten minute, but the rest of them are pretty short. And it sounds like to me middle of the road. Um uh, let me get a consensus. I'm a, I'm gonna let the others decide on this one. Um Obviously, Brother John, I know you have to go every 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 show. But Sister Eliana, did you think we should roll over Pastor Chris uh, and Brother Ella Shure. Let me get y'all's vote really quickly, and I'll just go over whatever you guys say. But I just think the lady is in the middle of what she's saying. She's got a lot of good points. My my suggestion is to go over, but it don't mean we have to So quickly, quickly, let's pick a vote. Ella oh. Shure, what do you think?
5: Oh.
6: Uh, go ahead, Sister Eliana.
5: Oh, I was going to just say, um, I would I would vote that we do not go over, that we we keep it to the the time and then uh, and end it.
3: Okay, Hello. that's
5: good. Cool. I can go
3: either way, that's good. but I
0: would uh, I
6: wouldn't be opposed to ending it. Okay. Uh, well, well, I, well, um, I think if, uh, if if Sister Eliana uh, has to leave it, I think that we really are. Because we're really not, we're really just not getting into the meat of the information aspect of you know we, we spent a uh, deal time talking about martial law, but it's re- in response to what the actual show title was and and responding to those questions, we're really just not getting into the meat. And I think if we could go about 15, 20 minutes longer, it would be advantageous to the listeners. Okay.
1: Okay. okay. And so, with that uh, being uh, said, me... go
4: ahead. What I was going to say is. And that's how a show should be we're just now getting into the meat L has a a perfect anecdote that is in reference to what sister Eliana just stated about can we avoid 5g can we avoid it he does he has a perfect anecdote that's when you say tune in next week (laughs) that's just that's just the marketing and john clark you know but um we have but we can we can you guys can roll on over i'll I'll be more than happy to catch up next week we actually have one minute remaining so whether you roll or not everyone who's listening in um the line is going to disconnect in the t-minus 45 seconds you can call in to continue listening it's the phone number nine one four. Uh, hold on here, Seth. This number
1: two oh nine one four five nine oh nine one four hold on but h nine one four two oh five 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 nine oh Brother John, I know you have to leave when they we appreciate your devotion. I always know that brother. But let's gonna move go ahead and move roll on through this uh, next clip. Sister Eliana, <laughs> I I don't know if you if, i know you said you recommend we don't. Uh, Pastor Chris, you was kinda of the middle of the road. Elishure is saying um we get into the, the matter. Obviously we're not gonna be able to play all these y'all. This is what I suggest, kind of a middle of the road thing. One of the clips is two minutes. One eclipse is four minutes, one eclipse is ten minutes. How about we just do the two-minute and the four-minute one and not do the ten-minute one?
3: Is that better? Well,
1: Brother
3: Seth? L? That's good with me. You know, well, you know what, Seth? I'm, this just my opinion. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, I want. I think we need time to really get into that and discuss it. And, you know, I don't want air Yeshua to have, you know, we have to be up against a time limit to stop where we can, we can pick it up next week. And really give it the time and attention that it deserves.
5: I agree, that, and, the, and, and one of the main reasons I agree is because the show runs a lot better when we do have the moderator um, present. And if, if the moderator is is getting off the line, uh, Eliana is getting off the line too, because it does run a lot smoother when the when the moderator is present, and and then we are really able to get our points out. So. It's okay. If, if well, I'm, I'm gonna get what,
1: off based, at this time. ahead. Ba- based on sorry. just that we can go ahead and wrap it up, it's not a problem. Uh let's see everybody give their final words on the show and we'll just wrap it up here within minutes, okay? So, uh Cecilia, I don't want you to go first since you have a time crunch and then Pastor Chris and then that brother El sure. and we'll just to do this next or we'll discuss whether or not there'll be a part two to this. Okay?
0: Okay.
5: All right. Well, I just want to say to everybody listening, I hope that the information that we were uh, sharing is informative. Continue to do your research. Don't panic. We know that for those that are believers in the Most High Yah, he has taken good care of us, and he will take, a, take good care of us throughout this crisis. But do more research, and also we'd love to hear feedback from you from the audience as well, and I want everyone to make it a, a great day and have a blessed evening. Shalom,
1: shalom, sister. And appreciate your contribution as always, Pastor Chris.
3: All I just wanted to say, uh, Sister Eliana really said it all. But I just wanted to tell everybody: do your research, stay prayed up, and don't think what that you know what has been discussed tonight is something uh, conspiracy theory and all that. Uh, you know, I think all of this is true. And if you don't believe it, you know maybe you should get on and, and and do your own research. you know that's what I say don't don't take my word for it or anybody else's word for it. You go do your own research and come and come to your own conclusion. Just has to be led by the Holy Spirit, and it, you will get there to where you need to be. Thank you. Oh, and okay, we're supposed and to pray cool, out. If you don't
1: mind, I'd like for you to end this out with press since you really brought it up to our attention at the beginning of the show. Sure. I think it's just something you, if you don't mind. And, if, but Brother oh, uh, uh, Ellis, uh, if you could, please, final words, and we'll just wrap it up.
6: Uh, yeah, final words, I'll just say to everyone, and I'll just echo what has been stated is that by all means, people, please do your research. Please, please do your research because everything that appears to be is not necessary. so. And in the words of a very popular movie, um, the truth is often much stranger than fiction. Yes, yes.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that, with that, Pastor Chris, please uh, go ahead
3: and, and pray, uh, if you don't mind, and we'll wrap up. Okay, let us pray. Creator God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this radio show. We thank you for the... Yes, we thank you for the information that's been passed forward We want to say a special prayer for Brother Dan as he is recovering We want to pray for yeah, those yeah. who have lost loved ones to violence We want to pray for this nation, we want to pray for our health And we yeah. just ask you to guide and direct us We ask you to protect us Because we know who we are and whose we are And we'll be sure to give you all the honor and glory And praise for what praise is about to happen praise. You said in your ah, words, you, when you see these things begin to happen, to look Hallelujah. up for your redemption is nigh. why it is yeah. time for many to be frightened and fearful Sheesh. and upset, it is time for us to ah, come together Hallelujah. in love Hallelujah. and to Hallelujah. know that you are our God and you're going to do what is necessary to put us back on top. We will be the head and not the tail. We will lend to many and borrow from none. People will come, of us, come at us one way and flee from us in seven ways. So we just thank you for the day that you're bringing forth on the earth. And we say this praying in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Hey, amen, amen, right.
1: amen. Well,
3: good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. can't thank you enough. I love
1: every single one of y'all, and there's nothing you can do about it. we really being there tonight. Hopefully, the show was a blessing to everybody. Good night. Comes the time in
0: life. The are going to come, be encouraged. Lord, how are they increased and troubled me?